I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which this podcast is being recorded, the Gonokurnai Nation. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders, especially those listening here today. Welcome to Catch Me Outside My Comfort Zone, a lifestyle podcast that focuses on the outside of our zones as well as the inside of our homes. I'm your host, Alyssa Sutherland, interior designer and entrepreneur. Come with me as I take you on a journey to build the life of your dreams. Hello guys and welcome back to Catch Me Outside My Comfort Zone. So excited to be bringing on another guest for you all today, my beautiful friend and brow lady, Sarah. She is on Instagram as Sarah Nicole Beauty and she is known for being a lash artist, makeup artist and just absolute beautiful soul. I'm so grateful that our paths have connected and that we have maintained such a beautiful friendship even though we live a little bit apart from each other and we are just so aligned in so many ways and you guys will understand when you listen to this episode, you'll just see how much we are on the same wave and you guys are really in for a treat. Like it's such a fun episode and it's just honestly, it is a bit witchy, but we love that and if you're ready to hear it, you're going to absolutely enjoy it. So let's bring her in. Welcome Sarah to the podcast. Thank you. It's so nice to be here. Oh, I'm so <laughs> grateful to be in your salon today. We've already done my brown lash appointment today. We have, we have. It's been lovely. We went and got coffee. Yeah. So we're ready. We're in the studio. And we're just going to get straight into, firstly, what are you doing this week or what have you done or what's on your monthly comfort zone challenge? So it's, yeah, probably a monthly comfort zone challenge, but this month I've decided to definitely lock in my lash educators course. which I've wanted to do for a long time but I've said no we've got to make this happen yes yes well let's get straight into talking about what you do obviously because then people understand why that might be outside your comfort zone yep and your version of upper leveling yep in an upskill in your business so Mm -hmm. tell everyone what is Sarah Nicole Beauty how did you get to where you are now Let's go on your little journey. Yeah, so I've been in the beauty industry for 10 years. Wow. I did my diploma at Ali Lucas. Yeah, I think that was 2000. Well, that was more than 10 years ago. That was like 2010. Yeah. So yeah, did my beauty course then. Then I worked at a salon in town for about six years. And uh, within that time was when I started doing lash extensions and then they really took off. And then just started, yeah, went out on my own. And then I've just really built up from there. I was working part-time still, like, while doing lashes. And then I probably went full-time maybe five or six years ago. And, yeah, now I just have this beautiful little bubble of clients that, yeah, I just have all regulars. And I love it because... I don't have to leave my house now that I'm at home with a little salon. I've worked a couple of little spaces, like renting and stuff. But, 
yeah, now I'm full-time at home doing beauty. Love it. So you do, Sarah is mainly known for her amazing lashes. That's what you would say your regular clients is. Yeah, I'd say I'm about, yeah, probably 80% lashes. And then still doing brow, waxing, tinting, facials, spray tans, makeup, but mainly the lashes, but I still love all my other little bits and pieces too. She's my regular brow lady. Yes. I drive over an hour to see everyone. So that'll bring us into talking about how we met and how this all came about. Yeah. So as Sarah mentioned, in the last few years, she's gone between working in a few different little spaces. And you guys will know that I used to work at a beautiful homeware store here in Gippsland. And during the time there, we had a space at the back that people rented, which didn't your friend rent before you did? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then Sarah came in while she was renovating her home salon. Mm-hmm. So she rented the space at the back. And during COVID, the manager of the store was based on the Royal Peninsula. So she wasn't coming back to the store a lot. So it was just me and Sarah in there a lot. Mm-hmm. And we are just like little co-workers. We were. <laughs> Even though we did not work for the same person. Yeah. We really formed a little co-workers relationship. And we'd have little DMs in between people coming to the shop or Sarah's clients coming in. Yep. And we just like really clicked. We did. Yeah, it was funny because yeah, we we'd be like mid DNM, like how anyone does when they work with a coworker and you're in like customer service or retail and then just be rudely interrupted by yeah. a, a customer. But so then we'd have to be like, okay, yep, back to back to that later. Like it's we'll like have to come back to that three story. Three hours later you would come out of here <laughs> like, okay, sorry. Yeah, so we have to Continue. Yeah. Oh, it was so funny. And just like, also, so I obviously then became one of Sarah's clients. So, like, I would shut the shop during the day, <laughs> just quickly run out the back, get your brows done, <laughs> do my brows. Yeah. So, that was good times. Yeah. And then Sarah moved back into her home salon, which is where we are today. And then, as you guys know, I moved on from that home store. So it's crazy how when you find people who you really align with that, like, no matter what happens in life, you still, like, come back to that person. Yeah. And, like, yeah. You know it's that. <laughs> we knew my dog would bark at some point. <laughs> yeah, like, I live over an hour away and, of course, I'm going to still come back to see Sarah to do my brows. I love it. But it's also just how we can keep our communication. That's it. And we're just like on the same frequency, on the same vibe, same wavelength. And yeah. now that both being business owners, I think we align a lot with how we attract the right clients. And we're often like sharing how we are making sure that we're getting clients that, you know, are good at pain and good vibes. And like they're not someone who doesn't align with your core values and all those things. So yeah, we definitely are very much on the same mindset with that. And how we discovered this back when we were working <laughs> in the shop, I remember one day this person came into the shop and this was a very high-end like furniture store, like really good quality, really nice stuff. And this client or customer came in one day and she was very much like, everything's so expensive, blah, blah, blah. And it was kind of awkward because I'm like, <laughs> I don't make the prices. Yes. I'm just working here. <laughs> and it was triggering because I'm just like, she kept banging on about it. I'm like, I get it, but you know, there's quality and value behind these prices and some people just don't see the energy behind that. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, you don't want to buy a $90 cushion, go buy a $9 one from Kmart <laughs> and you get the same energy exchange, like whatever. <laughs> but 
it was funny because I was telling Sarah during the day when this customer had left and she was like, oh, I just hate when people like don't have a good money mindset. And I was like, same. <laughs> and then we both realized that's how we're just like, okay, we both know how to think like that, how our mindset revolves around abundance and just like thinking yeah. positively about situations. Yes. And then we both realized we'd read this amazing book called <laughs> The Magic. Yes. Highly recommend. Read it. <laughs> it's actually very based on gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. So. And that's like, it's not, yeah, I think people think, oh, it's woo-woo, yeah. you know, really crazy, far-fetched, but as soon as you read it, it's, yeah, it's more about um, being, yeah, more grateful for things and putting your energy and focus, really honing in on what you want to do, having more positive outlook on everything. And as soon as you start, it's like an exercise book. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's basically saying do this today, like you read like a page a day, yeah. yeah, don't you? Yeah, so it's basically giving you all these little exercises to bring in good energy into your life, to be focused, makes sense once you've read it, but I think because we both had, and I'd recently read it, I think, and you'd read it previously, but we were just, we couldn't get over talking about that book. Mm. <laughs> it was just like, it was one of those moments where like, okay, ping, ping. Yes. You just both know, and if yeah. you know, you know, and if on you've read that book... Page you'll understand it because it's it's when you have a bit of a spiritual awakening but at yeah. the same time it's not not witchy it's, it's not witchy it's literally mindset yeah yeah yes we'll get more into all our money mindset <laughs> abundance mindset things but we definitely knew we were aligned in that sense yeah from from our little co-worker relationship yeah so this is like circa 2020 yeah this is yeah this is like pre i reckon it's just pre-covid yeah. like Oh, no, yeah, because I started just before COVID in the shop and then we were kind of in and out of the lockdowns. Yeah, so it was pretty much in the thick of it. Yeah. Miss <laughs> those days. That's it, and you were my client and now I'm your client. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Roles have reversed. It's all about that, um, have you heard that quote, a client becomes a friend quicker than a friend becomes That's a client. client. Yeah. But we're both. We're both. <laughs> we've become both. Yeah. So that's even better. That's it. So yeah, Sarah is now renovating the rest of her house. Mm-hmm. I'd say 80% of your house is done. Yeah. The last bit the that last I was rooms. completely stumped with. And then it just all made sense that I'd get you on board to help me, which has been so fun. Yeah, it has been really fun. And again, super like aligned with the yeah. vision. Like, yeah, because I need colour. I'm like such a, either I'm OCD with matching or I'm like a neutral queen. Yeah. So I'm like, help me put colour into my house, please. And functionality. <laughs> and functionality, because we're working with small little spaces. So yeah. I just knew, yeah, I just knew I was excited to work with you on it, especially because you've been so busy yeah with all your little things lately and I've just been seeing so much of that that I'm like no this makes sense like yeah. I need you on board <laughs> and it's gonna be yay I can't wait I actually can't wait to see it come to life <laughs> I know we'll need to talk about this later off oh, there we've got, we've got business because <laughs> yeah. Sarah and I both are obviously like run our own businesses and you especially deal with multiple clients a day multiple people mm-hmm. Um, and obviously when you're dealing with people face to face, you want to make sure that the right people and coming into your home, yeah, the right people are your right clients and it's a journey to figure that out. Cause as like when you sort of start, you just sort of take everything on, mm-hmm. but obviously now you've built quite a regular client base Yeah. and how did you basically get to this point where you're like, no, I need to set 
boundaries with particular people or how to turn away a client when they're no longer like mm-hmm. the right fit for you. I think because for years I just took any client, I was all about just like getting as many bookings as possible. Um, and obviously, yeah, it was, I was still working another job, so I had that to fall back on. But when I knew I wanted to go full time with doing all beauty, I was like, well, I really need to build up my client base so that I can afford to do this full time and all of that. So I was really grinding for like a couple of good couple of years, just getting, taking anyone on, um, working really long hours. And I actually think I, yeah, I got really burnt out. So I, I had vertigo, like I ended up getting vertigo really, really bad. And I'm sure looking back, it was stress related because I just was unwell for, I'd say like a good six months I was like out like I and my partner told me like you will burn out like you can't work this much and like you know because he saw the long hours I was doing even I was like making great money and everything it just wasn't worth it in the end for my health looking back so then obviously once I'd really built up the business and had lots of clients anyway I started like allowing more time for my appointments so therefore it was like less appointments available and then that way, you know, it was really the ones that I wanted to keep on, I could. And not that I, I didn't cancel anyone, but I was still like, I wasn't as available as I was before because I just knew I didn't want to work like that. I didn't want to feel like that. I wanted to pre- protect my energy, like physically and emotionally. So I was like, nah, something's got to give. And I think over time, I've just set those boundaries in place for myself with my bookings. And now in turn, I just have the best client base I just love all my clients yeah they they come to my house like and obviously they're here quite regularly so I still can take new clients for certain things but for the most part I just really have a really good group now people that just match my energy like we're we're friends or most of my clients or all my clients so yeah I love where I'm at now but it definitely took like a long time to get there I think so also how you said like you're burning yourself out is because you think you have to be everything for everyone yeah and it gets to a point where you've got to realize like you're not giving 100 percent to every single client yeah and like you said how you started to allow more time for your appointments and yeah you're just like giving that time that energy to each person yeah and to that service mm-hmm. because if you want to do a good job with something you've got to actually like put in the time for it yeah like you could be doing like 10 lashes a day and yeah just like slamming through it <laughs> yeah but like how good would that be exactly and that took a long yeah i think that took me a little while to learn like it wasn't about being the quickest fastest get them in and out whatever mm-hmm. like i really just thought no i'd rather put my price up um, allow that bit more time and feel less stressed <laughs> yeah that's it and it yeah. comes comes with knowing your your worth and the value you, with your service as well that's it because yeah putting your price up is scary it to is. business owner yeah especially to regular customers yes because it's like you do you feel you feel like oh god they're gonna turn away now but yes that's probably the the pivotal moment that the right people turn away yeah so yeah I think it's just so crucial to get to a point like as early on as you can to just realize, okay, you don't have to take on every single job or every single client. Mm -hmm. Um, Or if you do just, it's almost like putting a bit of a wall up or being like prepared for anything. Yeah. And still, still finding your balance in that. Like if you're still in that and you, yeah, you're still taking on the random people and you're building your business. 
it's yeah you still need to have time that time for you to reset mm-hmm. yeah which in any industry like you still need to somewhat look after yourself that's it it's so important and it did take me a long time to learn it but i do yeah i definitely love where i'm at now with it all and comes to with um communicating i think the way your process goes we we're talking about this earlier you said i love when people book through my booking system mm-hmm. like you've taken the time to set up something really professional yeah and then there's people like me just snatch up her and be like, so, like, are you free this week? You're allowed. You're allowed. <laughs> no, I'm just boycotting the system. But I hate when people do that to me. So it's like that's another way of up-leveling and being like setting up something really professional or really, like, easy way for people to book your services. Mm-hmm. It's almost hitting a bit of a boundary. Like, don't just sling me a message and want something then and there. Like, you've got to fit into the schedule and you've got to follow the process. Still good to have, yeah, your little boundary. Like, you have your like set of like terms and conditions that come along yeah with the appointments and yeah I feel like now I'm sending that out right from the start if it's a new client like yes. this is how my booking system works please arrive on time message me if you're early like it's a whole little list of things and then when we're on the same page it just all works yeah 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 that's what I was that's what yeah. I was trying to <laughs> it's like yeah setting the communication clear from the start yeah so that yeah. everyone knows yeah and even with yeah your business and now that I'm your client mm. you know you now have like your like set of your pricing and how it all works and yeah. Yeah, and I think sending that at the start, it's not, no one's left in the lurch of like, I didn't know that's what that was going to cost or, you know, I think like, because you send that, you can send that out at the start as well so that people are aware of what your services are, which I think did make more sense to me as well because... I didn't know how you structured your business. Yeah, that's And it. then once I'd seen your little list of things, I was like, oh, this makes sense. Like, mm. I can pay her to do that for me, and that's how much it costs if you're coming around and you're doing an on-site visit. And then I think that was really good too, how you structured yours. Thank you. <laughs> that's something I'm getting used to yeah. as well because – not every client asks me yeah. how much I charge. No. And, like, you'll find that in business, like, some people will be, like, down to the dollar. Yeah. And other people will just be, like, well, whatever it is, I'll pay it. And mm-hmm. I'm probably more so fortunate that a lot of people haven't ever really asked or, like, focused on that. They're just, like, whatever it is, it is. Yeah. But it definitely has taken me a long time to be, like, really upfront with people with the pricing because I've always been nervous it's going to deter yes. people. Yeah. And I don't – I've, like, always, like, oh, I don't want to tell them how much <laughs> Honestly, I still feel like that now. Yeah. Like, when I do a price rise or this and that, and then I find myself over-explaining yeah. myself, and my client will just be like, yeah. yeah like, it's like, they're willing to pay what it is. Yeah. They're not going to – say anything but I'm like oh it's just five dollars more and they'll be like it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> like, but I do I still feel guilty you do you well. feel like you have to um overcompensate yeah. for why and it's like no the price is the price yeah I, I, I couldn't even tell you what mine was gonna cost. <laughs> I was just like I just fucking pay it <laughs> just pressing it press, yes. press, whatever you do in your app yeah, no, I feel yeah. the same. Yeah. Even like, yeah, probably before I was like, oh, this would be more expensive than when you came last time because I've done a new financial year yeah. price rise and everything has gone up by $5. So overall, your total can be, you know, $15 more. But part, like, I still like, I'm like, oh, but like, you were like, yeah, put it through. And I'm like, yep, whatever. <laughs> I'll see. I'll deal with that later. Yeah. That's it. And like, but yeah, people still know. Like, they have access to look at, yeah. yeah the front. And you're the same. Yeah. yeah. Like, they can already see it. Like, if they had an issue, they would have said, they wouldn't have 
booked you in the first place or they... Yeah. Or you can set a budget. Yes. And work towards that. That's it. Or people are going to push out their like appointments with me further if yeah. they want to. If they're not going to come as regularly anymore because they want to save that bit of money, then I've found that is what what is happening as well. They're yeah. just like pushing it out a bit or they'll come for special events instead. And that's, yeah, that's so fine. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. Again all about that communication absolutely let's talk about money mindset now yeah because we're just talking about money now <laughs> and obviously life is hard yeah and yeah. inflation is real yes but so is money mindset so true i want you to talk about it because you're <laughs> really good at well basically having a good money mindset is just like not being poor me i'm broke it's really you've got to be really care about the words yes. you speak yeah and obviously the thoughts you have. Yep. And I guess we're probably both very into money mantras. Yeah. And like the things you say and the, actually like the feeling you feel when you spend money. Yes. When you're booking something, whatever it might be. It's just like you can literally feel the intrusive thought yep. coming. Yeah. And it's about how you rewrite that in your mind. 100%. And it's quite evidential how you can attract better things in. So let's talk, let you, you share some of your mm-hmm. money mindset hacks. That time when I was reading The Magic, I was doing some like self-development stuff and reading lots of things and books and different things that really made me hone in on it. And like one thing I remember I read was like, just even saying out loud, I love money and money loves me. <laughs> Do you say that as well? I literally came up with a song last week with that one. <laughs> you know the song, Music Sounds Better With You? Oh, yeah. To the beat of that. <laughs> you need to sing me this song later. I, I literally told my friend this this week as well. That's funny. Because I'm like, so when I go to the beach is when I do all my money. Yeah. Because it's in front of water and yep. water's really good for like attracting money in abundance. Yes. And so I was on the beach and it's like at sunset and it's just like, you know how the dude's like, um, dun, dun, dun. anyway, I'm just like, I am an abundant queen. I love money and money loves me. Yes! And I just kept saying that on Yes, I say that literal sentence all the time yeah. because that is something I'd read years ago and I just felt like it, yeah, it changed completely how I thought about money it was like a whole I'd have to find the actual thing that I'd read or the book it was in or something like that but it really stuck with me and then I think because I do spend a lot of time with people and clients and yeah people that like obviously we talk about everything and affording things and this and that and that's what got me like switched on to how people yeah will speak in regards to money or like saying I have no money I'm broke this and that whereas I'm like no don't say that but like if you're not on that like wavelength with being yeah saying these positive manifestations out loud and that they just don't get it because they'll be like no but I literally have no money and I'm like yeah but don't say that like he's been trying to like lecture a client saying you do yeah (laughs) I know your bank account's not zero but you do you're abundant you're an abundant queen literally and I just yeah I I love all of that and it's yeah you can manifest money in crazy ways which I think we've spoken about before too like it's not always going to be like literal money in your account yeah um I think one time to you, I sent you that I got given like these vouchers and yeah. it was like, I had like $300 in my Coles, my vouchers yeah. spend that on literally at Coles getting my weekly shop or whatever. And then in turn, I am saving that money that yeah. I would have spent on it. But yeah, I was definitely like, I think writing down, I like to, yeah, I like to write down at the end of every week, like my goals for that week. 
and then like be um, reflecting on the goals for that month. Like that was something I'd I'd read in something as well. That was that, at that time reading the magic, and I do it still every week. Like on a Sunday, I have to write out everything and what I'm sort of like wanting to achieve and things outside my comfort zone. I love my new little um, product. Oh my to. god, really? Yeah. Fuck. frequency of like moving towards things that I want to achieve and goals and just keeping everything like high vibe because we all yeah I think we all go through like shitty times and that life happens it's not, it's not like a little sunshine and rainbows and just batting down yeah. <laughs> my freaking manifestations all the time but I like to keep on track and I think doing that keeps me on track and go going into a new another new week of clients and yeah like I guess when people come here I want it to be like a nice experience for them and just yeah I just want that energy just like coming back and forth sort yeah. of thing Definitely. yeah <laughs> I even think another one is just like money is always there when I need it yeah and it can be really hard like I'm I'll give you an example, like this in the next month, I've got to pay my rego and my car insurance. It always comes all at once. And it's fucking expensive. <laughs> but I'm just like, no, this is going to be done by that time. And that pay will come in for that and like everything. Like, but at the same time, I don't want to focus on where the money's going to come yeah, from. Yeah, you're not stressing down to the last wire. Yeah, it's just like when that bill is due, yeah. same with everything, I will have the money to, to pay for it. Yeah. And also not being resentful towards that bill. No. Like, oh, how lucky am I that I get to pay for insurance for my car if something was to go wrong? Yeah. Or that I get to pay for a car to be driving on the road to get me to where I need to yes. go. Like, I get to pay for pe- petrol. Like, it's I get to, not I have to. I think that's in the magic too. Mm. Like, I think that was part of... The like, one about, like, um, look electricity back. and... Yeah, and I like think one was, like, even, like, look back on your last month of emails or it was something about, yeah, the bills and, like, being grateful for, like you just said, it was, like, write down, like, what you paid for and what that had given you. Yeah, yeah it was the whole thing about that. And aren't you always... You're always a thank you, thank you, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Oh, my God, in this book that we just wrote in. Yeah. I literally... <laughs> my week of like earnings yeah. and then I'd actually written like yeah thank you thank you thank you because yeah. I knew my week ahead that's how much money I was bringing in mm. so there you go thank you I universe always say thank you it's like oh this is a little plot twist <laughs> but today with these mics that we're recording on Sarah ordered them oh. last uh, last Friday or on the weekend oh, not till I don't think I ordered them till Monday oh, <laughs> I, can't, I, I think I was just like so like do you want to record a podcast yeah. <laughs> anyway and they were saying they're meant to be arriving next Monday. Yeah. And I get here this morning and we hadn't, like, we weren't talking about it. She's like, no, nah, the mic friends are here, but I'll take it They will be. Yeah. So just lying down, Sarah's like putting the tin on. Yeah, lash tin on. Have yeah. Her lo- eyes locked close. <laughs> here comes the fucking delivery Posty. lady. And Sarah's like, they're mics. <laughs> As soon as I saw that Amazon package, I'm like, we're on. And I couldn't even have my eyes to say that. <laughs> <laughs> it was meant to be, and I just had a feeling they were coming. We both just knew. It's like, no, nah, no stress. They're just going to arrive. Thank you, universe. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so, yeah. What are the, what are the um, crazy money? Have you got any cool ones? Oh, 
I feel like I think it was last year or something I had read a list of the things that I'd like a list of things I'd wanted to manifest you know like the year before and I literally all of them were true even down to I wrote I will have two golden retrievers oh my god well it must be two years ago because that's when we got Winston but I was like going crazy and like reading it out to Darren he's like what like just couldn't understand like the craziness of it I'm like I've literally ticked off all the things on here it was like my home salon will be fully renovated and registered with council and you know, and I'll have like a, an amazing group of clients who love their experiences with me. Like I've still, yeah, and I've got a whole list now that I still read out because I want to continue to attract that. Yeah. That was like a, maybe a write down like a 10 things that, you know, overall you'd like to have. And key with that, you write them as if they'd already happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have two golden retrievers. Yeah. I have a beautiful home salon. My clients love their experiences with me. Yeah, it was like this whole list. Yeah. And, yeah, if you haven't done that, bloody do it. Because Even just write something that you know is already going to happen. Yeah. Just to prove, like, just excited. how easy it is. Yeah, yeah, about it. And it's coming in for you anyway. Mm-hmm. You know it's coming in, but you are still raising, yeah, your vibration by, t- like, talking about it and writing about it and yeah I'm big on writing too because I feel like that was in that time where I'd learned about journaling and all of that as well and when you look back you realize how much does happen but you've got to kind of release when the when and how and why yeah not the why the when and the how and then yeah you'll one day look back and be like oh my god that whole list (laughs) and doing it monthly like you said yeah keep on track um let's talk about how because I remember we used to talk about this in the shop. You'd like converted Darren, your partner, oh, yeah. into being like, he doesn't like to admit it, but yeah, he is an abundant queen. He is. And now he'll write down <laughs> yeah. things and I'll be like, and he'll say it's just, yeah. No, I just wrote that down, Sarah, because, you know, you're like, I just wanted it up on the board. But I am so huge on him as well with the not saying like anything negative about money and that sort of thing too. So Darren I, owns his own business as well. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's been a big journey too, um, and that all came to fruition. I think just so aligned with that's a whole nother story, but that all worked out perfectly when it was meant to, I believe, and yeah, just all came together, and that was awesome. But yeah, he now like will write down his goals with yeah money incoming into the business and things like that. And yeah, he I won't let him say like got no money for this or that. I'm always like, no, I am rich. Like yeah. we have to say, he's like, all right, I'm, yeah, I'm rich or something. And <laughs> he hates it, but I have made him do it. And I think yeah, it's really changed his thinking around things because I don't let, even though like everyone's got to have their little vents and things. I'm like, no, can we can we talk about that in a more positive light? What about this, this, and this? And he is on board now. Yeah, I love it. I think a lot of people struggle to get their partner to think like that yeah but I think he would have seen how you've brought a lot of things in and be like okay yeah the proof is in the pudding <laughs> and then like I don't, yeah this is probably more like witchy shit but like putting out a bottle of water in like the full moon and stuff yeah. is meant to be like <laughs> good energy yeah and like yeah I've, I've done that like a few times now and then it'll be like oh where's that moon water <laughs> <laughs> like what do you want some <laughs> Yeah, 
Thomas squad out there. Um, <laughs> she does a few little rituals, would you call it, yes. to protect the energy coming in and out of your home, mm-hmm. the people that you're dealing with, your, your face-to-face, person-to-person. Yeah, lots of different energies, lots of lots different of people. So tell us what you do to sort of yeah, protect your own energy. Yes, I'm yeah, I'm big on clearing energy with incense or like smudge sticks, those sort of things. Mm. So I love doing that. Um, I do it in the at the beginning of the day with incense to sort of just like I'd like to say a few little things and the way my little incense wand around. Um, and that's yeah, that's just to bring good energy into the day. And then at night, I like a smudge stick to clear energy because obviously I spend a long time with clients. Like it's really like a therapy session. Like a lot of people can be dealing with different things, going through different things, and like yeah, you just like clearing out any of that energy out of the house. At the end of the day, I like to do that. And then yeah, I love my little evil eye yeah. that I've got in the corner of my room. So cute. Um, because, yeah, again, that's another little just protection method. And I just, yeah, I like it's aesthetically pleasing it's, as well. It's aesthetically pleasing evil eye. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's a cute little decoration. But I also like to think it is like, yeah, protection. And then, yeah, there's lots of little, yeah, these little things, that rituals that you can do that they're just going to mean something to you. I... You just, like, I feel like I'm someone who gets like a headache really yep. quickly. Yep. I feel like I, d- I do, especially at the hairdressers. Yeah, I was about to say. Really <laughs> like, yeah, because yeah. there's lots of energy around and it can be stagnant and like. Really stagnant. I think, yeah, I'm, I'm so big on that with people and places and things like that. It'll just drain me if something's not, not right. Yeah, you can feel it, you can sense it when you're kind of tuned into all that sort of thing. Mm. I often do, like, when I'm going to something that I'm a bit nervous about with the people, the energy there, I'm always like, I'll envision an invisible force field around yeah, me. That's, yeah, that's another little tool. And yep. then you just like, any energy that isn't yours, it just bounces yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I love that one. I've, I've used that as well. It's like about yeah, your aura and envisioning a colour, you know, whatever works for you. But tell I've me, done that before too. Tell me what you told me the other day about when you went to that wedding. Oh, yes. So I was going to a wedding and I knew, yeah, I wanted some protection just so that like certain people I knew I was going to be around. So I bought like, it was like such a cute little necklace, but it was like a tiger's eye protection, yeah, necklace. And like, yeah, nothing bad happened. Not that it... Probably nothing bad was going to happen, but I just wanted to protect my energy of certain people I knew I was going to be around. And yeah. Another saying I will sometimes say is after maybe I've had a really draining conversation with someone and you literally do that be oh, like after you leave that, you're like, okay, I don't feel good. Yeah. I always say that energy is not my energy. Yeah. Like that's not mine to think, feel. Yep. That's just not for me. I can let that go. And even, like, I must have said that to someone recently, and she said, this isn't your energy, make sure you don't take it off. And I think that's really important. I often say that to someone now as well. Yeah. Like, I try not to put too much onto other people, but I'll often catch myself and be like, I just did a huge bend. Yeah. Someone would be like, okay, please don't take on my energy. (laughs) You did say that to me not long ago. You're like, sorry to dump that on you. So, yeah, you've got to, I think it's been a bit aware of that. Yeah. When you are the person that is yeah. sometimes Yeah, sometimes it's the other way around where, yeah, I might need to vent about something and then, yeah, you might be left, like, holding a bit of that. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's so good and it's good, like, to, yeah, explain that to people sometimes because mm-hmm. then they might be more aware yeah. of it. 
But yeah, some people just aren't, and that's okay. Because yes. we've all got our shit. We've all got shit to vent about. But yeah, I think, yeah, being around someone that is, yeah, their vibe is lower because they could be going through something or that's just how they deal with things. It can be draining to be around. So it's good to have your little things that you just, yeah, either it's mentally thinking about something or you're physically doing something after to just shift your energy. Shift yeah. Because, yeah, obviously I see a lot of people during the day with different personalities, all of that. So it's just, yeah, I need to not hang on to any of my clients' stuff, even though they might leave and I'll be stressed for them about something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't – you can't carry it with you. Yeah, into that. yeah, so that's – I think that's why I – for years I've kind of wanted to go into the education side of um, mainly lashes mm-hmm. – um, just because I feel like it's all these little things that nobody tells you, especially about the energy protection, because that's a bit witchy. Yeah. But we love that. And I think, yeah, cli- um, clients, not clients, but, yeah, girls going into the industry need to know that to, yeah, set those boundaries and things like that because that's not always in the courses that you see. They'll just be all about, like, quick, this is an online course, this is how you do lashes, the end, whereas I'd like to make it the end. <laughs> Yeah, you're out on your own, which I know for a fact that that has happened with a couple of my clients that have done sort of quick courses and then they're kind of left in the lurch of like, what do I do with this and that? That's not like necessarily involved with the actual treatment. It's yeah, the everything else. So I feel like that's what I want to step into um, moving forward. And that's my little goal to do that at some point this year. Yeah. And go into that area of, the, um, the beauty business because I think I love what I do but I feel like I could just pass all this stuff on as well you have so yeah. much more to offer yeah yeah I think I'd like it it's like you're taking a holistic approach a holistic to... approach yeah. to running your business yeah that should be the way you title it yeah I like that I love it <laughs> I think it sounds dreamy yeah. So let's talk about how you've navigated your niche mm-hmm. and basically just how you focus on staying in your own lane when there's a lot of things, a lot of noise, I guess, yeah, going on around you. Definitely. And yeah, that was going to be my main thing to answer. That was like, yeah, I just like to stay in my lane. Like, I just don't like to get caught up on like, what what else should I be doing? What Like, what else should I add to my services? When I'm already busy enough, if I wasn't, I'd be pivoting. Mm. But because I'm, it's all working for me, that's why I'm like, no, let's just continue down this path of these services and just, like, be the best at these things that I do. Whereas, like, I could be doing all these other services, but I'm like, no, there's plenty of people in this town that do that or offer that, and they're amazing, and that's their little lane. I'm not going to try and step into that, even though, like, it's not about, like, doesn't matter if I do it as well or someone else does what I do but I just I'd rather yeah really focus on the things that I do and be like great at them Mm. than try and get like all caught up in everything else so I feel like I like just decided that a while ago and I've just like stuck with it and that's why I'm like nah I like what I do I enjoy it I'm not going to stress myself out trying to yeah move into a different lane yeah the thing I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that, again, probably takes a bit of time to step back and be like, okay, I don't need to be do, doing everything. Yeah. Yes, you could be. I could, could do but... all these other things. But I was like, no, let's not like put more on my plate. And I think I actually had, which is woo-woo again, but <laughs> my psych, um, 
psychic reading, which yeah. was when I was working at the shop because I remember sitting in the shop and being on the phone to the psychic. Oh because my God. Did, I know that. I don't know, actually. Because it was like mid lockdowns, and I'm like, do I go like into another space, like down the street, and that, or do I go home? And and basically, yeah, I barely said anything to this lady, and she's like, I know you want to do all these things, like. She said that like it's the Leo in your chart, like yeah. you know, you like want to do this, this, and this. And she's like, You will, but not right now. Like, you just now is not the time, you need to go home. Like, oh. yeah, she fully said all this stuff, and it was just like, I'm like, Yep, yeah, cool, that's what I'm doing because I had all these ideas and this and that, but also like things were so unknown then that I'm like, Do I do that now? Are we gonna fucking be in another lockdown soon? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, she was basically like, without me even saying what I did or anything, she's just like, no, you need to go, I'm like, you go home, work from home, don't put more on your plate right now. And I was just like, she gave me like this little timeline of things and I'm like, I'm going to do that. And then I (laughs) told Darren, well, the psychic told me to go home, not get a shop. So that's what I'm doing. (laughs) And like, so obviously at the time you're working in, on the the street. Yeah. So yeah, it was like literally not just go home for the day, it's like literally go back to working from home. Yeah. Yeah, she she just like already knew where my head was going yeah. somehow and that's why it just gave me such a clear path then. Like I could have done all these other things and I'd love to have like this big space and do all these other courses and blah, 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 but it just like solidified like my decision to just hone in on what I was doing and stay along the path that – I already kind of was, not get, like, caught up in all these other things. So, mm. yeah. Let's talk about some magnetic energy. Oh, yeah. Because Sarah is a queen of being a <laughs> goddess. Oh, my God, you're telling a funny story after yeah. the podcast. <laughs> Could you tell it? Oh, my God, I guess. But I guess, like, this comes back to, I think the barrier that we're, ch- we're challenging today is basically being okay with your affirmations and your mantras and the things you write down and say, like, mm-hmm. let's break that stigma. Like, yeah, it's woo-woo and it's cringe, yeah. but it fucking works. Yeah. It's, I love, like, the future pacing, knowing that you're going to have a good time, like, already envisioning, like, where you're going and how, like, the day or the night's going to pan out. Like, not putting sort of, like, not letting the intrusive, like, anxious thoughts come through. More like, I get to see this person or I'm going to have good, like, conversation. I'm going to be confident. I'm going to enjoy myself. It's just, I don't know, all that positive spin on it. Trying not to, like, think of every negative outcome because, Mm. yeah, that's just not going to do you any favours. It's going to almost manifest the negative outcomes. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I just I always love future pacing, and I think I I think I read something about ages ago about it was more about like flying, like being scared of flying. Yeah. But it was like just envision yourself like at your destination, like I'm gonna be like in Hamilton Island, like yeah. drinking a cocktail, like you're just trying to future pace to like I'm going to be there, and like not thinking about the in between or yeah. something about that, and I like that like analogy as well because yeah. that just got me over my thinking about the freaking 
plane ride. And yeah. I feel like I'm not even scared of flying now, so I've completely gotten over that. It's just fast forward to the destination. Yeah, that's Cup it. Cup in hand. I like that thought. Because even, I guess, say when you go somewhere and, like, maybe forecasting someone's going to be there. Yeah. But you're not maybe on good terms with or you feel like it might be awkward. No, I'm going to see that person and we're going to have a good conversation. Yes, yeah. Like, everything, no, nothing's going to be awkward. It's literally the way you walk into that yeah. scenario. Yeah, yep. And if you want it to be awkward, then you'll like make it awkward. That's it. But also, another thing, this is a bit random, but my cousin <laughs> said the other day we were talking about when you go somewhere and you're not sure like whether to be the person that says hello first. Oh. And she goes, you never regret saying hello to someone. Yeah. And being the one that says it first. Yeah, no. Because she's like, if they respond in an awkward way, that's on them. Yeah. But you know you're walking away being like, I was the confident one. I yep. said Hey, how you going? Like, and it like it does it shows confidence and like, yeah, and that bit of that lucky girl syndrome. Like, yeah. if you start reading, like, if you look into all that, like, that's all about like yeah, walking into the room and like yeah, oh, not owning the room, but just like yeah, it's like positive outcome from everywhere you go. Yeah. Like, and and then crazy shit just happens. Like, like, it's that we're that magnet. You are the yeah. magnet. Yeah, yeah. Like random things, whether it be like. Let's just say the night out. Free drink. Or I was like at a cafe the other day, week and this random bloke turned around and was like, Can I get you a coffee? And I was like, He was like, Damn, and he's a wife. Oh my god, god that's like, right. It was, you were so confused. I was like, what? Um, so, random act of kindness. Yeah. You come your way. Yeah, it's but, kind of like, yeah, good karma, good energy. And just knowing that your energy is like meant to be in that room or in that space, like, you walk in and you uplift that space. Yeah. Or that, like, that group. Like, yes. your energy is so valued. Yeah. And whatever you bring to the table is needed. Yeah. And you are a goddess. I love it. You're a magnet. <laughs> a magnet for miracles. Yes. Manifest miracles. Yeah. <laughs> we need to, yeah, maybe get, like, a list of, like, good books of, like, the magic is good, but there's definitely others that are just as as amazing yeah. and it just changes your outlook on every little thing that you do <laughs> i think even when i first started getting into like self-help books just go to the bookstore yeah and stand in that section and you will feel a bit magnetized yeah see what so. you're drawn to because you'll start reading it yeah, the titles and what's in them and all this stuff and then you'll be like yeah i could i could definitely like use that to my advantage or like benefit from that and it just it's crazy and like have you ever bought like a deck of cards Mm -hmm. yeah so like even that again if you see something like that and you want to get them and see what comes through with them yeah the tarot the tarot like oracle cards yeah they can be really and especially if you're feeling really lost like it's just like shuffling them pull a card read it and like they can have like one sentence on them but it can completely be your answer to something or change your mindset on something and yeah i do i do love doing that when i'm feeling really all over the shop and yeah. i just don't know what i'm doing and i'll just pull a little card yeah sometimes you need the savage card yeah. <laughs> yes, like, like you need i yeah. have this deck and like the really the back is like two bad cards in it and one is called the initiation mm-hmm. and one is called the crumbling and this the picture is so scary <laughs> Last year when I was like at like in my low point, mm-hmm. not really knowing where anything was going, and pulled the crumbling, <laughs> and I just started bursting <laughs> into tears. Oh, I'm no. just like, 
Why? <laughs> but I'm like, no, I need to journal about this. Yeah. I'm like fully unpacked because it knew it knew it had to break. Yes. Through. Yeah. So like these things can I think a lot of people are scared of witchy stuff because they think bad things are gonna come through. Yeah. But perhaps that's a sign that there's stuff that needs to be unpacked Absolutely. for you to move forward. Yeah. Yeah. For the good things to come through. Yes. And I remember I actually did go to like the psychic fair last yeah. time it was on. And yeah, there was one card and I've been having like heaps of back problems and then there was one card that was like all oh, like the ten swords like through the guy's back. <laughs> and she's like so have you got back issues or something and then she was like yeah like she's like no this is like energetic like because I had been going to Cairo like physio osteo like nothing and then I ended up actually seeing another lady who I could get you onto her too and she does Reiki and stuff and it was like an energy block and she literally did some woo woo thing (laughs) no shit my back was like completely fine (laughs) I'm actually really a big believer of that when you start to have like those physical symptoms yes. of like whether it's yeah stress related or like energetically something's not aligned. Yes. Yeah, that's a whole another thing too. Yeah. yeah. Your body will start to show and tell you that. Yeah. And you've got to listen to that. Yes. That's crazy. Yeah. It was like all this stab like blood like oh. <laughs> and she's like she's like back surgery and then I was like freaking thinking do I need back surgery and then she's like no I'm seeing this as like an energetical block and I'm like and when she said that did you know what it was oh not until I saw the other lady and then she said this one thing that I was like oh that's it like she hit the nail on the head and like she's in Thailand yeah she's really really good she's like a holistic counsellor but also does yeah like Reiki and um, chakra balancing and everything. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. <laughs> we love that. We do. Is there any last piece of advice you'd give anyone or anything that you want to share? It's just like, what are you feeling called to channel right now? I think, I don't know. For me, mainly it was all about doing the inner work. So as soon as I started reading those sort of books and everything, it was just changing how I thought about things how I perceived things just yeah I think and then having your little rituals I love my little rituals because I'm I like to have like structure and like start my morning the same way and all that and I feel like once you get your little like ritual down pat you just set yourself up for like a really good day or if something does come up you've just got like little tools of like dealing or moving through Mm. things because yeah things aren't always going to be amaze yeah. but um you can still set yourself up for a really good day or week or month or absolutely all of that i love it <laughs> well sarah it's been so nice having a podcast we could <laughs> chat but i can never we could bit witchy but we're here forever we love it um, yeah. thank you thanks for having me